Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan, and this is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. It's episode what 53? 53. Absolutely. Alright. Um, <laughs> bruh. What we doing? <laughs> doing a mix. Yeah, this is this is a remix, ain't it? Yeah, podcast about a podcast. Podcast about a podcast. Um, a podcast, a podcast about this podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining. I'm imagining that after the one, this is so. Let's put this, we're gonna put this, it's 50 shit, we ain't got no choice, we, done, we numbered it. Yeah. Um, so the one that they heard before this one probably started some smoke. We yeah. Don't, we don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping. I'm waiting on some hate mail. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, we'll I'm, see. I'm looking for smoke. Um, hopefully we still got fans after the last one. <laughs> hopefully we still got listeners after the last one. So, you know I mean? oh man, it's, you know, the irony of it is so. The dude on, that's doing out the the rap at the opening on our podcast, yeah, he, he messaged me. Yeah, when I put it up, you know the um, the title, yeah, right on my IG story, he just sent a message. He said, "Fuck no." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. Oh, so, oh yeah. man, I got hate mail earlier too. Um, yeah, Yo, but yeah. but that is but you know why it's a knee jerk it's a knee jerk response. He ain't thought it through. He ain't heard the episode. He, when he hear the episode, that's what I'm saying. When yeah. he hear the episode, he gonna be like, oh damn, yeah. Damn. And that's what everybody's gonna have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, they either everybody's gonna, they, gonna have to submit. I think to they're that. gonna have to submit to it. Yeah, I think they're gonna have to because the evidence it. is just so clear. Facts. Yeah. In yeah. the in the background, if you in the background, you hear chink. He's uh okay, so that's two things. Let's 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 talk about that. Let's talk about it. Yeah, they can hear you. It's a microphone in the building. But you need to if you're gonna speak up, you need to move closer down this way. But um but nah. Yeah. We got sorry, the podcast profit. Yeah. Yeah. Change the podcast profit. Cause on our on a okay, so y'all probably heard um on the Conversate for a few awards. Vonado mentioned that he was on the original episode, the Lost Tape, the the, the pilot episode. Right. right. Uh, my man Chink was also there. Yeah. And on that pilot episode, Chink mentioned that uh, Cardi B was up next. Yeah. Yeah. Chink mentioned that Cardi B was up next. Right. And uh, we kind of laughed him out the room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I, we and got it. Asked, the question. I asked the question. Is she writing her own shit? 
He said, oh, you, you must think she kind of nice then. You asked him if she right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah so. Yeah. And, and, but what happened was she ended up blowing. Bodak Yellow actually just went through the roof. Right. And then she doubled back with a whole Invasion of Privacy album. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what's crazy? We didn't mention that at all. I know. In the awards. I, know. I don't know if it was worthy. It was, it was, it was, I don't know if it was worthy of a, of a few. I don't think it was worthy of a few, but it may be worthy of just a mention because of yeah, the progress which yeah. she did. We'll get in the year in yeah, joint yeah, though. Yeah. We'll get her in that for sure. Um, I just knew she was hungry. That's yeah, cool. she's definitely that. Yeah. Definitely that. How hungry she is now, who knows? But yeah, that's a fact. But I mean, I just knew she was hungry at the time. You know what I mean? That's why I was like, yeah, you know, she was gonna she was gonna go do a little something. She was gonna make a little smoke. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I guess what we ended up deciding on today was, like we said, it's a podcast about a podcast, right? Yeah, podcast about our podcast. About our podcast. So we was gonna talk a little bit about how we got here, um, yeah. who we are, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's funny. So we, so this, of course, this is the, you know, what I mean, Alan. Speaking, so I, I'll give my rundown first. Right? Okay, fact. So, go. of course, like all of us here, we've been like into hip hop basically our whole lives. Yeah. I started really like actually, I, I started writing at like nine, okay. eight, nine writing. Right, the first song I ever recorded was with Jana. Facts. And I think that was nine, seven, nine, eight. Got a beat from you, recorded with you. Yeah, it had to be. Okay. Yeah, it had to be nine. Had to be nine. Had to be nine eight. Yeah, had probably nine eight. Probably not. It had to be nine eight because of where I was living and the equipment I had. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. move there till I. It's the same year my daughter was born. Ah, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Kensington. So Kensington, so, Kensington Park. Yeah. So that was our relationship, and of course I knew you mm-hmm. through your brother, whom I graduated with. Right. Right. And right. so that's how I always had known you, as you know. What I mean, Jermaine. You know, beat making brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, but then we clicked and we always linked up, always sitting around music. Always. Like, yeah. I don't think we had any other type of relationship other than music. I don't know that we've ever, ever actually even I, been to a bar. Have we ever gone anywhere that didn't have anything to do with music? No, because even <laughs> the, the Applebee's on Hillsborough Street, I was with you one day at the bar there. I wasn't drinking, yeah. but I was with you. Yeah. I mean, but of course, you know, we talking music. Right, right. That's what it is. That's what it is, yeah. You know sure. what I mean? And so we just been... Uh, that was done. when I was still living there? Uh, was that way back then? That was a little after. Okay. A little after. Okay. A few years after. Okay. The only days, though, just one tape. You were there, one take, straight to take. Man, yeah, you going get it right. <laughs> the whole song. Ain't no punching, none of that. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that man. Was it. Yeah, the whole way. Paul Flan G, we was just dropping in the room with the mic on the mirror. You know what I mean? Hey, like, that's what we was doing yeah. at the crib. Yeah, you drop how you can. Drop how you can. That was the era, though. Guns, all them classes, like, yes, man, sir. That was all the way through. Yeah. One take is like listening. Basically, what what Alan is is describing, what what, what Chink is describing, what Alan did, in in what, what both of them did actually, that was Kensington Park living room, uh, yeah. apartment complex. We ain't had no real equipment. Like talking about it, so we had the 
the console, right? The yeah. the with the tape deck and all that good stuff in it. You know what I'm saying? We could run the mic right to it, and the equipment was already running through it. You know what I mean? The keyboard, K2, Kurzweil K2000 to be to be exact, was already running directly to the yeah. to the equipment to the to the console. <laughs> all in that room, and, and we mess around and. Start the beat. You gotta pull all the drums in and out, mix the entire song while Allen or Chink, the rapper, is spitting the song, hook verse hook verse the entire song all the way through with no stops, no breaks, no nothing. No nothing. And the hook. And that's what I mean. The yeah, whole yeah, yeah, song. The whole song. The whole song. Yeah, so you gotta have breath control. And then Maker came through with torch. So guys give a shout out to Maker though. Yeah. He gets he gets a lot of shout outs on this video. <laughs> I know. We, we <laughs> reference Maker quite a bit on here. Right. right. Special, Especially when special. we talk he's about that special too. Right. He's still special. Oh yeah, he's still special. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so so yeah, that 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 was that process that then kids depart straight to tape recording. Yeah, and then and it's funny just, just because it's good for the listeners to know like kind of um, the relationship we had that developed into you know forming this podcast, and then of course me all having any excuse to try to swing over there <laughs> to Ave Lab to listen to beats, just sit over yeah. there, I watch them just go through like fine samples. Make beats and oh, just you know what I mean. Of course, as an MC, you always looking. You trying to get beats. Yeah, trying, trying to get one. Trying yeah. to get one. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe he gonna throw me one today. But you know what I mean. So that was the whole basis of it. And of course, I admire his his genius. I feel like in music production and re- and song arrangement because he's good that. in musical direction and put you know uh, knowing where to play stuff mm. and helping you. Uh, develop your craft so that's like the basis of uh of our friendship yeah and then to fast forward it to you know a little over a year ago we was talking on the phone i think we was discussing like as you mentioned yeah off you know i mean before we started recording kanye yeah and i can't even remember what the conversation was but it did lead into two and a half three Three hour conversation about everything you know what that's a fact i could tell you what we was talking about that day um, and we never did an episode on it. Um, I was kind of explaining how I felt like Kanye was right in what he was saying when he was talking about the Medici, when he was how uh, sway, when he was talking yeah, about yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how artists, we talking about you rant. know what I mean, the rant, right. Kanye's first rant, right. when he was going through first. all that stuff, saying that that, that that the rich people should give him money so that he could create. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was saying that there's a myth around being a starving artist and there's a reason that artists are, are taught that they're supposed to be starving and that you have to struggle because the higher ups the they know that if the arts are allowed to flourish and speak the way they should then that will give the downtrodden and the regular guy way too much power you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that's who the artist is going to be speaking to. That's who they're going to empower. So they don't empower artists the way they should. And that's what that's what Kanye was arguing for. Right. And that's what we, and what I was saying is the same thing that people say now is that Kanye needs a translator. Yes. And I would yeah, take that yeah. position. He needs a translator. Yeah. He needs somebody to sit and listen to him talk for 10 minutes, process that, and then go relay his message. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? If he had that, then he wouldn't be in all this trouble. But yeah, Kanye yeah. like being in all right. this trouble. So, yeah, yeah, but he like... Yeah, but he like... But that's how this... Con- that's... And the thing is, from that, I, I had the the idea for a podcast in my head. I had the name. You see what I'm saying? So I, I had conversate for a few. I had okay. I want to sit down and do a podcast, mm-hmm. right? But me, me and you had that conversation. I was like, hmm, 
we should do a podcast. And you was like, let's do it. I right. was like, Mind you, I wasn't, I, you know what I mean? I was a podcast neophyte. Like, I wasn't even heavy listening to no podcast at that right, time. Right, right. You know what I mean? But I was like, you know, I, I knew what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, what? yeah, talk about music. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. You so know what I mean? And so we kind of be that moving. That sealed it. And yeah. I was like, okay, so I got a name. I was like, I got a name. Because I was thinking it was either going to be about relationships or about hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Conversate for a few is hip hop. So when you was like, let's go, then let's put that one over there. You yeah, know what I mean? And that's yeah. already a go. So this is that's how we ended up here. Um we still need to have that conversation. Did we do the myth of the starving artist? We never did. We did. And it got lost. We did. Didn't it? That got lost. We got a lost one, a fire episode that we did with Kanye West. Yep. Uh, when he was talking about, you know, people was, it was all the controversy about he saying that slavery was a choice. Yeah. Remember, yeah. we went through all of that yeah. and broke down all that. One I think that's episode. still back up. Oh, okay. I think we put that back up. That's up. Okay. So people, well, y'all can slacking. go get that one. Uh huh. Okay. Um, no, you went slacking. It got erased, and I think we put it back up. If I'm not the Drake one, I never put back up. Okay. Uh, yeah, that that one was up. Um, I was getting ready to say something. I forgot what it was. Oh man. Yeah, dead space. Burr, 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 burr. You just got to make put it in how you want to. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> yeah, man. So. I was saying we still got to do that episode and it got erased. I was getting ready to name all the ones that got erased. Uh, what's missing? What the nostalgia episode with my brother? Uh, Why are we gonna damn. tell them all this? So they can't even. They, y'all ain't never gonna get yeah. to hear them. But it, you uh, know, it's crazy. That's the old second floor. Yeah, live from In the my second lab. floor. Yeah, yeah we, we was live from the joint. second floor there. Oh, yeah, yeah it, that was one. That was one of my favorite yeah, episodes. That was, that was the day I was. That I was found out I was gonna be your uncle twice. Yeah, for the second yeah, time, yeah. yeah, that was a dope episode. Damn it, um, that one, the group episode with all us five, um, that was that was fun. Yeah, that one uh, really yeah, we lost like four or five of them, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we lost like four or five episodes. My bad, y'all. That's my bad. That's my bad. You know what I mean? Even though my computer crashed and I can't really control that, but you know, it's my apologies. Um, so. Alright, so musically, man, like how many projects, like what, 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 talk to me about your musical endeavors, you know what I'm saying, crews you clicked up with, like places you like recorded, you know what I mean, like, what was, give me some highlights, talk to me. <laughs> so, that's funny, so my first song, of course, was uh, recorded with you, now, the irony of it, really, Maker, I, I've left that out. Uh. So, around that time, 98. Yeah. A little bit before, you know what I mean, before we recorded, one day you and Maker was together. Y'all came through the neighborhood and picked mm. me up. This is when you had the Mazda. Yeah, 626. Yeah. Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Yeah, that's legendary right there. <laughs> Man, we mad sessions in that car. I'm leaving it there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so I'm just I'm in the and that's funny. So even yeah. though I knew you through Jermaine, he yeah. was like kind of intro linked us on some music stuff. Right, right. And so right. he was like, yeah, my man, you know what I mean, rhyme or whatever. And so yeah. I, you know, I've been practicing writing for a while. <laughs> so I spit like I spit like two verses, and yeah. then he, he was like, all right, yeah, he, he can spit. 
Yeah, he's so nice. We'll, we'll roll with it. Yeah, he's nice. He's a fucking rap. I was like, so, okay. So then, like I said, first song was recorded with you. Damn. Hustle. That's yeah. on our intro. Me and him, we, we literally probably got about nine to ten songs together. That's yeah. produced by Black Jerus, who was doing production for 50 Cent. Now he's just name dropping. Yeah, yeah. Just, just throwing shit out there. To this, what we you do know what I mean? Yeah. But so, Jerus, of course, me, Jerus, Hustle, all of us went to high school together, yeah. skipped school to go record music. Yeah. You know what I mean? He started out on some little keyboard type stuff. Yeah. Jerus didn't got super nice with the K2. Mm-hmm. Got nice with the MPC. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and so I got a lot of beats from him, linked with him. Me and uh, Hustle did a lot of music together. Um, and that, you know, wasn't too many collaborations. Uh, that was really a lot of the collaborations yeah. was people in the circle, you know, in the local framework right, right, around right. here in Raleigh. Right. Um, then went away to high school. I rapped with a few people from New York in high school. We did, uh, I mean, in college, freshman year. So a few dudes did some joints with. But, I mean, it wasn't like a group, but, you know, we mm-hmm, did a few joints. Mm-hmm. Um, really, when I moved back, to Raleigh, maybe in 02, mm-hmm. from Charlotte, and came back to Raleigh, started going to state. Um, at this time, uh, when I can't link back up with Mike and Jeruz, mm-hmm. this is when now, now Jeruz is super nice on the K2, right? But then he's telling yeah. me, like, yo, dude, he's telling me, yeah, Jeruz got this other dude he messed with around Buddy Klein. He's mm-hmm. nice, right? And he, he is nice. He can, like, rap yeah. any kind of way, basically. Yeah, Buddy Klein's nice. He's yeah. still nice. Yeah, he's still nice. Yeah. nice. And so, but then he was like, yo, we met this dude, this um, this clique called Justice League. Mm-hmm. And Ninth Wonder, we be messing with them. They about to put now, mind you, listen good. We bet, This is like 02, 03. Mm-hmm. They about to, um, we did a song. Like all of us did like a, a song together. I think Buddy had a song or Micah and Buddy had a collaboration song that mm-hmm. Jerus produced. And it was going to be on Dream Merchant. Dream Merchant doesn't come out to years later, oh, really wow. after... Ninth pop, I got yeah. Dream Merchant, but yeah. the original Dream Merchant was really on some like kind of local, local artist type wow. stuff. Their click, and then they linked yeah. up with him, and their song was gonna be up there. So, boom, I'm going, I'm going to state, and so Mike can take me by Ninth House when they stayed in the apartments over off Avon Ferry. Yeah, right there. Yeah, the little joints right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know and exactly so, what you're talking about. and so then I'm pointing right there, like anybody like, right, in this mic right, is right, right, talking right. about. Like, it's close by though. Yeah, it's super close by. And so we we start Centennial linking. Parkway now. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And so he introduced me to Knife. We played joints. You know, I played some of my joints. We played. Me and uh, Hustle played joints together that we did. He's like, oh yeah, you know, dope. Yeah, yeah. I like your music. You know what I mean? So I would watch him, same like with you, make beats. Yeah, for sure. And how he had his stuff set up that time. Interesting. In that, in that, in those apartments. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is I actually uh I don't I cannot remember who I was with that that was connected to them. And I ended up over there in a spot. And at that time, uh the head man, as far as rapping, it seemed like it was like Caesar Comanche or something at that time. it's funny, he was kinda like the the I put in quotes, the mastermind. Okay. Uh, because the like on some of the album, like the whole listening, mm-hmm. it says recorded at Mission Valley Studios, yeah, which was right there. That was Caesar Comanche and his girl. That was this. Spot. That, that was, Missy that was, was his girl. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, and so that's wild. Y'all getting some hip hop history here? Yeah, like, yeah. So this is the knife I knew before. This is before he blew. Yeah, before. But around the time where they doing the listening, mm-hmm. and they was kind of bubbling. 
You know what I mean? Um, but th- you know what I mean? Ain't nobody. They not like eating though. Right. Um, and so then it's funny for whatever reason he kind of compared me to Median. If anybody knows Median with Justin Lee, so he was he was trying to get. We never end up doing any songs together. I, mm-hmm. I still got a good relationship with Median. Mm-hmm. Um, but, He's good people. Right. Yeah. He Median is. Median was good people. Yeah. yeah. And so he was always trying to get us to kind of link up and do some um, uh, songs together. And of course, at the time I was trying to get beats from him. Yeah. Um, and so I established a relationship with him. And then so he, we would, you know, he would call. And at that time he was doing like uh, at some coffee shop in um, Chapel Hill, like the first thing Wednesday or something like that mm. every month. Hmm. Uh, he would be DJing there. Okay. Uh, and so he would play my, he played my songs there. I would go there oh, with him. Okay. Yeah. And nice. then he was also doing like the underground station at Duke on Duke's uh-huh. campus. So one night he interviewed me. And hustle and played a few out songs, interviewed yeah. us about upcoming project. So all of that, this is all you know. I mean, good, good, good history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then his, of course, Forge was they was messing with Forge. Yeah. Right. So DJ Forge was doing 88 Underground at the time, so he plugged mm-hmm. there. Who so I actually met later through uh, Chris Charles. Forge. Yeah, I met Forge yeah, later yeah. through the photographer Chris Charles, and I was at the Art Institute of Raleigh Durham. Oh, okay. And Chris Charles was going there. Mm. And you know, I got into the web stuff, and Forge needed some work done. I know I didn't actually do the work for him, but we actually met, and I, you know, what I'm saying, built a little relationship with him. He was a cool dude. Yeah, it's yeah. a small ass world. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And I mind you, the people that you mentioned, and when this happened, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was what 2001, 2002, 2003. Yeah, 2003. <clears throat> when I met Forge, it was. It had to be 10, 2010, uh, 2011. That's funny. Like, I'm in college. Like, I went to college late. I went to college in my mid-30s. Yeah, yeah. Like, mid to late 30s. So, you know, that's a little, that's an aside. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's good. Just gave me more time to recollect. But, <laughs> yeah. So, so then he, he, he so I'll say this. It was all love at that, you know, at that time. He was, like, real supportive. I would, you know, we talked, like, pretty much every day I would leave campus and walk over there and yeah. go to the apartment and just, just to be in the musical environment Absolutely. and talk music, you know what I mean? And, uh, and of course, Crisis 2, he, he was cool. His beats was freaking yeah. insane, man. He's a monster. Now. He's a monster. Crisis is something, man. So I copped the, the, that's funny, I got it. I wanted a track from Knife. At the time, Knife was selling his beats for $100. Crisis was selling his beats for 50 I was working at the YMCA. So I wanted Knife beat. I had to tell Knife, yo, I'm going to get you when I save a little bread. I, but I got to get the $50 beat now. So I went, I, you know what I mean, met up at Missy Ed Studios with Crisis. We went through beats. It's people oh, listening. Right. listening to this. People listening to this podcast like, yo, you could have got a nice beat for a hundred dollars. I know, and you bought the fifty dollars joint for Christ. But yo, <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. talking about they was assassins right. then, right? But they super, they well right. known they assassins known. now. Yeah, yeah. now, now yeah. they well known assassins. Yeah. That's dope, and, though. And, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's funny, and and so I copped the beat from Crisis and. Yeah. Irony of it is, I didn't even never use the beat. I wrote the hook and I started writing the song, the verse, and then I was like, ah. And then I just ended up sitting on the beat and never using it. Yeah. And then Hustle mm-hmm. was like, yo, can I use it? And he ended up actually doing a dope song, you too. You should have charged him $100. I know. She charged $100 with double back and right. got a joint from like. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do the work. Yeah. That work. But, you but like a lot of songs, shout out to Justin, the book. Yeah, you know what I mean? conscious. Conscious. Yeah, he, yeah. he I, of course, that was like, we was like a duo, like print. We was like DJ yeah. Premier yeah. and freaking Guru at the time, yeah. right? But um, 
I recorded a lot, you know, a lot over a lot of his beats, probably like three or four joints. Knife did the engineering, like the session. Yeah. He did my sessions over at uh, Missy Ann, ironically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that was a good look. And like I said, he, he plugged me in the forge. And so then we did an interview on AD mm-hmm. Underground. Then we did like a freestyle session, me, Hustle, yeah. Legacy. Yeah. Who, Legacy, and I just say this, I thought the way things were shaping up, Legacy was like, he would call himself like, you know, um, little brother, first cousin, or the fourth mm-hmm. member of little mm-hmm. brother and stuff like that. He was, him and Knife was mad close. So I thought when they got put on, like, Legacy was next. Uh-huh. I, it, it, that's how it would look. That's how it appeared. Yeah, yeah, that's how it appeared. You know what I mean? It is kind of rough. Legacy actually stay in my neighborhood now. I see mm. him. You know what I mean? You told me that. Yeah, I mm-hmm. told you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you told but, me. But, um... But, but yeah. So th- so that's how that went. Um, yeah, that's that's wow. That's just a that, that was the most recent history. But I will say one day um, performances performed downtown <laughs> right at Kings. Yeah, yeah. Kings downtown. Um, and uh, yeah. Crisis had a group called Third Day mm-hmm. uh, from Durham. I think it was from Durham. Um, Jay Guns, I think in K Slack. But they performed, me and Hustle performed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caesar Comanche hosted it. I think he may have performed. I think Joe Scudder performed. Uh, but like the whole, like Justice League, like all of them was there, except for, I don't remember uh, Big Pooh or uh, Fonte being there. Who but everybody the- else was there. Who the hell hosted our show at the Berkeley? Who hosted? <laughs> Yo, I have no I mean, earthly idea. Like, who even grabbed the mic and said we was about to perform? Who did any of that? And the bird, you know, stuff like that. Was yeah, crazy. I know that was. I just wanted to know. I mean, but you know, that stuff was messy. <laughs> he said it was messy. We got it done, but it was messy. So, she was so honest. Yo, it was very messy. We, we was up in there. You know. Yeah, we did it, but it was very. Well, I can't say y'all did it. Y'all did it. I did. I did a little something. Yeah, but it ain't even no telling. But yeah, man. Berkeley, Kings, Cat's Cradle. Cat's Cradle. Oh, for sure. I had fun at Cat's Cradle. Uh, Little Theater, Durham. We turned that bitch out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But Shit that, changed the next day. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, um, that was dope because at the time, of course, I don't know Knife is going to be who he is. Right. I don't know Little Brother is going to end up being who they are because they was on, you know what I mean, the independent label mm-hmm. um, on the West, the West Coast based label. I forgot the name of it because I, I think... Uh, Hustle ended up getting like some type of small like deal with them at oh, one yeah. point. Yeah, that's when he moved out to Cali. But I didn't know Crisis was going to become who he was. Mm-hmm. So that's all like you know what I mean. Good, Hell, you didn't know Jerus was going to become. And I did not know Jerus. Yeah, did yeah. not know Jerus was going to be who no, he I was. Did. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and this someone, your man's yeah. that you skipped school with, that you know, you heard like when he started from the beginning. You heard his first beat. First beat. Yeah. First rap. Yeah. And I never you know even I mean? knew he gave he up rapping quick. I never so quick. I never knew. Yeah, he, he was like, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like K 
kind of because he was heavy, heavy, heavy Wu influence. Are you trying to be risen? You know what I mean? That's not a good choice. Yeah, but his beats was so fire. He never need to say a word. Nah, he ain't need to say a word because his beat spoke for itself. For sure. You know what I mean? But um, so that that was my most current, and then I kind of just shift gears a little bit. Yeah. In terms of wasn't really pursuing it like that, and so even up to this point, like I'm going probably do like a small EP mm-hmm. or something. But like uh, at that time, I was still like looking to really, really go get on, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like, but then kind of after that, I was more into I started writing books and mm-hmm. doing like researching, uh, you know, different philosophical topics right, and stuff. Right. So I was more got into that and I wasn't really pursuing the music like that. Of course I was still dealing with heavy hip hop. Yeah, right. Sure. But I wasn't worrying about, you know what I mean, being the next dude on. Yeah, I right. didn't care about that. So now like now I only do music of hustle, ass, yeah. justice, yeah. ask your features. So I got I'm on like it's funny, we got like four or five songs together. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I I mean I'll still do I'm still nice. You can't you know what I mean <laughs> Niggas can't, niggas can't front on me yeah, on the mic. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on mine. Right. <laughs> Fred, Fred. It's, it's going to be OG. Yeah. Yo, I'm for but, real. Like, but honestly, yeah. though, like, not for nothing, it don't make sense for motherfuckers that's talented in today's time to not put out product. Not to say niggas is trying to make it in no music industry. No, no, I get the, you yeah, see I what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, why not? Right. That's why true. Not? That's why I said I just need to go ahead and really. Yeah, like it's. Yeah. It, there was times where we would have died to be able to make a contribution. Get that for me. We'd have died to be able to make a contribution to the game. Yeah. Now, okay. now we can openly contribute whenever we choose, mm-hmm. and to sit back and just not do nothing because we're a certain age. Like mm-hmm. you could do age appropriate hip hop. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, if you still yeah. want to create, then create. You ain't, and don't let nobody tell you, yo, you too old to be rapping. No. I might be too old to be trying to be a rap star. Right. You feel me? Yeah, like, I'm too old to be trying to be a rap star. star. I have no desire to be a fucking right. rap star. But I'm still an you know artist. But I'm still... You, you, you wouldn't tell me to put down my paintbrush. Exactly. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Like, why would you... You ain't got to listen to it. Yeah. Put some cotton in your fucking ears. Exactly. Right. You see what I'm saying? You ain't got to click the button. You right. don't have to download it. You don't have to do nothing. And, but and, if I want to paint this canvas, I'm going to paint this right. canvas. Right. And if music, good music is good music regardless of who makes the music and at what age. Right. See, and that's another stigma that surrounds hip-hop specifically. Because right. we talked about this in any other genre of music. Nobody tells... Gospel singers, R&B singers, classical composers. You're Facts. too old to be writing and composing me. Nobody tells no. them that. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. It, only when it comes to hip-hop because mm-hmm. it, hip-hop, we've let them tell us tell us that mm-hmm. hip-hop is for the extremely yeah. young, yeah, we let them tell high-energy people. That's the yeah. only one can do it. But that's, that's not the case. It's not true. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I do believe, like you said, at a certain age, I mean... Uh, far as being a hip hop star, uh, I mean, you fifty, you shouldn't be trying to be a hip hop star. But you shouldn't be trying to attain attain right hip hop right. stardom. If hip-hop your ass stardom. is already a star, then you already popping, yeah, 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 and they don't need to right. stop it. Right? You see exactly, what I'm saying? But exactly. you shouldn't be trying to ascend to stardom right, in right. your forties and fifties. Yeah, at that time, you should just be making music right. for the love of it and right. putting it out and for the love. Out for the love. And because you're making good quality music, right. it should be respected and accepted. Right? Yeah, you know, you know, you don't know, cat like me, I might drop some fire, then Ray be like. 
like, yo, Raekwon might be like, yo, I want to do an EP with that kid. <laughs> yeah, like, let's go. Yeah. Hey, let's go. And what dude. you going to say, no? You're not going to say no. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to like, yeah, it's a go. Right oh, let me, I should have gave a caveat, damn it. Yeah. Because if any of, if Ray, anyone is to hit me today, yeah. Oh yeah. be like, yo, you trying to put out an album? You damn right. Let's go. Let's go. Why not? Well, I'm damn. Not, I'm not gonna say no. Right. For the, why would I do that? You know what I mean? Like, why would I do that? Yeah, you most definitely <clears throat> stop though. Like, you gotta, you gotta release. It, you know, like, yeah. drop whatever. Like you say, trying to be a star, star now. That's like, yeah, you that's, ain't already. You know, if you ain't already yeah, there, it's kind of yeah. pointless. But right. But there's no reason. Man, like you it's, you it's, don't. It's a lane for everything. You don't ever know. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I think just for the. For the sake of the culture, there's no reason we we need to be training people that you can release art at any time. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like that needs to be the mindset we need to be letting people know. Not necessarily that y'all need to be trying to become stars, but y'all need to be putting this art back in the street because y'all can't keep complaining about what's out there if you ain't gonna paint no pictures. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You see what I'm saying? You can't. If you're good at it, you don't like what you hear. Do it yourself and listen to yourself. Exactly. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, but put something out there that you want to hear. You feel me? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. But it's funny, right? So it's so many times, like, in, in, like you telling me that how, like, how it was, like, when you got into hip hop, right? So many of those things, people you mentioned, and and situations, parallel situations that I was in, right? And I'm keeping it clean because one day we'll do an uncut raw. Because I ain't, I ain't, I'm be real with y'all. I, I didn't give the the conclusion to all them stories because I can give the conclusion. But I'm being, uh, you know, what I mean, I'm so, being nice on. So, <laughs> and for that reason, we definitely gonna come back and finish these. You see what I'm saying? Like we gotta go because I'm gonna say some things and not give the conclusion. You see yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So <clears throat> it's funny. So. Conclusions conclude. People sometimes people draw their own, but um, right. and I left the story blank like that. Yeah, you, I know you did. I know you did. But um, <laughs> now if you want to sell it a lot, well, you want to do it later. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'll do it later. I right. let that. I let that just drift in the atmosphere when this release. <laughs> let that sit there. Yeah, let that sit, sit that there. Uh, <laughs> sit that right there. Sit that right there. Yeah, I'm just thinking about that. Ooh, yeah, but you you said. Maker brought you, like, I came through your neighborhood with Maker. Right, right. right. And I spit that verse. Because now, me and Maker grew up in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Then I moved out, far out in Ghana. Right? Mm-hmm. But, but, um, <coughs> so, so I always write raps. And then, you know what I mean? At school, I would spit. When I really so started Maker brought spitting. me through, where did he bring me through? Van Store. Van Store. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah we went to Van, Van Store. Yeah. Um, and so, you know what I mean? Of course, I admire his, you know, his his level of rhyming at the time, and uh, so when I would write, I would hit him. Yeah. Up, you know what I mean. And when I when I start writing, and the, when I start really really writing, like multiple verses a day. Yeah. Like in class, be supposed to be doing work writing verses. Never got to that point. You know what I mean. I could never do that. <laughs> That's funny. I could never and, do that. And and I hit him like yo, like after school or something. Hit yeah. him. Rap all the verse, he'd be like, yo, why are you not rhyming? This is like, I don't know, um, my beginning years, freshman years, mm-hmm. whatever. Cause you know, he had 
he had he got kicked out and had to come back and do some extra time. For sure. <laughs> so that's how we ended up really, mm-hmm. you know, together at the same time. But he's like, yo, why you don't be rapping in the morning? Because every morning yeah. session, he's like, you need to start like spitting. So then I knew I was nice. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah, every yeah. every morning, but this was funny, and I, this is another thing. So I, even though I got verses on, you know, what I mean, memorized. Right. Like every session, we freestyling every morning. Yeah. It's off the head. Of course it was. And like he would, and even if I tried to duck and chill, be like, he'd be like, nah, yo, Al, come Yeah, see. can like, get in here. Yeah. And then, of course, and just continue that way. And he everyone was, just started being like, yo, dude, Al, he's nice. He was putting that pressure on you, and I was putting that pressure on him. Yeah, and I didn't even know you at the right, time. I was putting that pressure on him at that time. Because yeah. it's like, if he's bringing freestyles to the table, right? It's because he couldn't write yet. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, Maker was a freestyle animal. Like, yeah. that's what you remember? Animal, animal, yeah. like that's what yeah. he could you really do. Couldn't tell. You couldn't, yeah, you couldn't tell he was unless you knew him. Yeah, you didn't. You couldn't tell he wasn't writing it. You know what I mean? Which is nuts. It sounds nuts, but he was flawless. Yeah. He's pretty flawless. And when I found out he wasn't writing it, I'm like, yo, you gotta learn to write. Yeah, exactly. He, you remember them days? He didn't even really understand how to write. So I broke down. The, we used it ain't hard to tell. Nas mm-hmm. verses. You see what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, yada, 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 yada. This is how you see. This is this. This is a phrase. This is, these are your bars. This is, you know what I mean? Came back not long after that, buddy. And he was something special. Yeah. Fierce. Something to be, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, reckon with. I remember that. <clears throat> yeah. So, and it was, yeah. so when he, when he was, so when he brought me to you, yeah. it was like, okay, now you, it's super official. So, <clears throat> I guess around that time, I'll start from the same time yeah. period, right? Uh, Around that time, I'm guessing I'm at Kensington Park then, right? Yeah. Already. Mm-hmm. Now I got it's different phases when you out at. I'm saying at that point, but at that point, that's Kensington Park. When you was in high school, Maker was still in high school too. Maker yeah, was out for a year. For Remember, a year, because he got kicked out. He had to come back and do a year. He repeated his see, senior year. See that? My oh. freshman year, he repeated his senior year because he okay, got kicked okay, out. Okay. See, because I don't know when Maker was, you see what I'm right, saying? Like, because right. I'm older than Maker. Right. I don't know when he, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I can't, I don't, is he your age? Maker, he older than me. He a year older than you. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay, so that would put me in high school a year with him, or two. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like pub age. Yeah. This sounds crazy if you listen to this on the podcast. <laughs> this is like some real, you know what I mean? It's not like we talking about kinfolk. When we are, you know what yeah, I mean? But we, we just trying to figure out, yeah, like, yeah. we just trying to lay out this timeline. Time like, line. we having this conversation in front of y'all, like, to get the, so y'all can kind of get to know us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I guess y'all have seen, we kind of getting to know each other at the same time, even though we know each other yeah, well. It's yeah, like, right. we don't know how this person played a part in his life and how this person played a part in my life and where I was in my life when that person impacted him. And you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, how right. these things mm-hmm. tie together. Exactly. But uh, the guy maker he's talking about um, was actually my partner in a group called the Raleigh Elite. So it was the Raleigh Elite, Elite was every life involves torment and enjoyment. And I was primarily the producer, and I did some rapping, and Maker was primarily the rapper. You know what I mean? So I would drop a verse every once in a while, but I did all the beats. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> And we was and the equipment was at Maker House. We was on the like the one the one tap task can. I know y'all don't have any earthly idea what that is, but this is a one tap sampler, and it had no 
no sequencer. So you had to track out, you had to record what was going on on that sampler straight to tape. If you wanted to sample the loop for five minutes, you had to tap that bitch on beat for five minutes. <laughs> You know what I mean? If you miss the beat off. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's just how it go. That's how it was then. So we used to sit in his room and just make beats for hours and hours and hours and hours. Just go, just go. You know what I mean? And he writing to him, you doing whatever. Then I messed around and grew up a little bit, got married, uh, moved. We got married, split up, moved into the apartment anyway. Uh, yo, so I got my first piece of real equipment at that time. That K2000, that Kurzweil we keep talking about. Yeah, and that changed the game for a lot of niggas. I think it did, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah, because like, after you got it, then everybody started running. Stepping up, stepping up and getting shit, getting something officially. Yeah, yeah. Know, they wanted to try to finesse that too, but they couldn't finesse it. Yeah. I appreciate that. That one nigga Jeruz could though. That motherfucker, yeah, yeah, he got yeah, onto that yeah, K two yeah, and then he yeah, did he did things yeah. with it that I could have never imagined doing. But um, I never heard as much as his, his music as I wanted to. Though. Mm-hmm. I just through you though. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't like I never had. You know, all the best producers I know, I had them in my pocket. Facts. Facts. <laughs> yeah, right. I had him in my pocket, so I can't even say that. Yeah, I, I did. He had, yeah, he yeah. had fire, in which yeah, I, I mm-hmm. left out that part mm-hmm. when I moved back and linked back up when uh, Hustle, Jerusalem, mm-hmm. they were staying in the apartment in Guardian Pine Winds apartment. Mm. But remember, his dad mm-hmm. had the studio. Had, that's funny. <laughs> his dad had the studio, you know what I mean? Out so I was still in Clayton, so I would go out there to that's he was where recording I out there. And so the last joint I had from him was like, like a premierish sounding beat, but it had yeah. the, it had the sample scratched. Yeah, scratched the sample um, from Ghostface song Apollo Kids, mm. right with um, with uh, Raekwon on it. With um, Ghost was like with my man straight from Raleigh Durham. Yeah. So that was a sample. That was supposed to be like the intro to the album. I remember mm. like the the bars and that yeah. and everything. It's crazy. I bet you do remember the bars. So you still I, do remember the bars. Like so that. I recorded like two songs out there. One now here's one of the songs I recorded out there, the other song had a Fat Joe sample mm-hmm. like in the hook. And that was one of the songs that I performed with Hustle um, at King's that night okay. with Justice okay. League night okay. morning. Okay. See how it all pulled together? Yeah, it's wild. I, I thought he said it twain. Straight from Raleigh Durham? Yeah. yeah, that's definitely what he said. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> but yeah, man, when I got that damn... So, I went to the... I actually had good credit then. I went to the... um. <laughs> I went to the Yo. bank. I went to the bank and told them straight up I just needed some bread. Yeah. And they just threw me a bag. It was funny... Um. I told my mom what I was gonna do at the time. She was like, "Shit, if they gonna give you the money, get me a grand. I pay you back." So I got her extra stack. I got, yeah. I got an extra stack for moms. I got the loan. I threw her a stack. Went straight to Guitar Center and bought me a K two for two grand, and brought it back to the crib and and pulled that manual out, bro. And that was like a Bible. It had a Bible that came with it, and then two other books. Mm. Negro and a and a VHS tape. Damn. Yeah. Oh, it was official tissue. Like you, yeah. it would do things that you just couldn't imagine a piece of musical equipment could do. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like some of the beats y'all was listening to, like the dr- the kick drum was literally a piano that I done morphed into a kick. Yeah. Like I was just 
You know what I mean? I was in a yeah. zone with on some mad scientist shit, but yeah. <clears throat> I love that damn machine. So I worked that machine, worked that machine, worked that machine, you know. So me and Maker ran into, didn't run into, we ran into a situation because of them, because of Chink and Paul. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the situation was they had linked up with the black militia, mm-hmm. rap group or whatever, you know what I mean? And we was over here, Raleigh Elite. Like, yo. So started clicking up with them or whatever. He's like, yo, you trying to get down? I was like, cool, I'll do that. But the only way I'm rocking with it is if y'all fuck with Maker too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So we brought Raleigh Elite to the table. I don't know if at that point the whole black militia decided that they was going to start clicking up and it was going to be like four different groups inside that or if that was already happening. You see what I'm saying? But I know it ended up being like Riley, Riley Lee, Finance journalist, and first unit. First unit, yeah. Yeah, so you see, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how it happened. That's how it happened. So, story out there. I remember when y'all put the CD out that had the stone face, right? Yeah. Uh, guess artwork with it. That was the day that that CD came out along with the the, the performance at the little theater. Oh, okay. You see, that's when that CD was created. Yeah, my baby, my baby now. mom designed that CD cover. Her. Well, I designed it. She produced it. Gotcha. Yeah. We mm-hmm. wore we wore that out. I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate it. But yeah, man. So did that. Um, <clears throat> we did a lot of music, man. Especially with those being four crews, we did. I think we did a lot of music. I don't think we put out nearly enough music. We didn't put out nothing compared to what we was doing. We didn't put out nothing compared to what we completed. Then was like hood tapes. It was like severely hood tapes. Like if you had a copy, you had a copy. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But they, we didn't mass produce them and put them in the street like we should have. Not for that music that we was creating. Yeah, I mean, the only thing we mass produced was the six. Yeah, that's the only thing we ever mass produced was the six. But we, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right about that. Yeah, was the one you had with the, yeah. with the face on it. That's yeah. what we mass produced. Yeah. You had it. But, um. And, I mean, but we had joints for days. Yeah, we had catalog. Everybody yeah, we had. I don't know why it didn't ever come together as an official product. I'm gonna tell y'all the truth based on me, and this is just one time I'm gonna say it here. Like at that time, I didn't really realize what the dynamic of the group was. You see what I'm saying? Like I thought there was a. I thought there was. I thought there was a leadership and direction that had that was already established. Me too. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and had I known that it wasn't necessarily like that, I probably would have tried to do more and been more bossy. Me too. And that's how I look at it. Because after the fact, cats was coming at me like I thought you was going. Right, but I didn't know. I didn't. For yeah. I didn't feel like it was my place to yeah. do these things. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like I thought it was. I had joined somebody else's outfit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of and, and that leads to to what happened next for me musically. Because I think I did that for what. Uh, Three or four years, yeah, at least three know, years. Like I said, you know, like I said, like you say, you know, I thought it was right. I was following somebody else's lead, right? Really, and then, and really, everybody was more dependent on each other, right? And if it, and, and if that was going to be the case, then that would have been if I had, if I had understood that. And I don't think any of us understood it because no, we was yeah, young. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And this is, and I guess, damn, is this like therapy? Am I, did I get to my part in this shit turning into therapy? <laughs> I mean, but no, yeah, fuck it. But yeah, so. I wish, looking back, I had handled that differently because I think we could have went a lot further. You know what I'm saying? Had we had more guidance and leadership, I just didn't understand that we were even lacking guidance and leadership. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That makes sense. You know? 
Um, and from there, I decided that I just didn't want to rap no more. You know what I mean? Because I was I rapped all the way up until that point for the most part. I hadn't did a lot of rapping inside my litty, but I was still holding my pen. I was still writing. You know, um, but I decided I wanted to go full fledged production. And that's what, 99, 2000. That's the year 2000 when that happened, when I decided that I wanted to do that. Um, is this where the Triton come in? You know what's funny? Is the Triton came in in 2001. We didn't buy the Triton. Mm. Like the Triton, I'll, I'll tell you how, that, how the Triton came in real quick. I'm gonna see if I can get to that shit fast. Um, decided I wanted to be a producer only, right? So. Decided I wasn't going to be part of Melody, you know what I'm saying, like that. So I was going to go do Writer's Block Music Group and start a production company. You know what I mean? About two months into making that decision, my man introduced me to AK. Did you know AK? Me and AK went to North Garner together. That's what I thought, because he's my we brother's We were classmates, age. yeah, exactly. all of us so in school. All yeah. that small, you know, yeah. small circle. So yeah. he, I knew AK. Because of my brother. Right. And I graduated with AK's older brother. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Javon. Mm-hmm. So when he took me to AK, I knew who AK was. But when AK started playing me music, AK was everything that I needed to complete what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like, he could do everything that I couldn't do, and I could do everything that he couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we merged, and within a year, we were in New York in Quad Studios recording for Carl Kanai, Kanai Life. Within a year, we met in February, and by October we were in New York. You see what I'm saying? October we were in New York recording. For, I don't know if y'all listeners are old enough to know who Carl Kanai is, but Carl Kanai um, is the Godfather to Rockaware, the Godfather to Fat Farm, the Godfather to Sean John. Uh, you wouldn't have Virgil Abloh. You would not have uh, Off White. You wouldn't have, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You wouldn't have Supreme mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Carl Kanai. Yeah. None, none of this would exist if it weren't for Carl Kanai. He's the original urban designer. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So <clears throat> he had started a record label in our music. And, and that part of the story I'll leave out to the list, like you left out some stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more later. If, if, if yeah, it's yeah, interesting, yeah. y'all are ask me, like, okay, so yeah. what happened? How did that really yeah, happen? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, because I was big back then. Oh, it was huge. Was like, yeah. yeah, it was huge. I mean, because so, he was so big with the clothes, everybody was even like, "Damn, he, he dabbling music. He doing music now? Yeah, yeah like I he was mean, a he was a, I mean, he was a clothing music. fashion yeah. mogul. Uh, still is actually. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? He did a he did a collaboration collaboration with Pretty Little Things earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know what that is, but that's a pretty big fucking brand yeah. out here nowadays. But um, so yeah, so our music got the call. He was starting a label. They invited us to New York. We recorded two songs up there in Quad, right? Um, in October, came back to North Carolina about a month or two later, about a month later, actually, they invited us all down to Atlanta. And in Atlanta, he told us that he wanted us, Writer's Block, to be the production team for Kanai Life Records, which is what the label was called. So we excited as hell, hell yeah, let's do this, you know what I mean? So we come on back to North Carolina, we get an immediate call they want to come to North Carolina record. So we book, st- we book studio sessions. They come up. We record for like three or four days straight. We just going hard, going hard, going hard. Uh, <laughs> there was a breakdown in management. I'll put it that way. 
There was a breakdown in management. Things looked like they were going to go completely sideways and there was going to be no Carl Kanai deal. About a month later, I got a call, call from Carl Kanai. How soon can you be in Cali? Uh, how soon can you have a plane ticket? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Right. So me and AK went to Cali and we recorded out there for 10 days. That's when Carl Kanai bought us the train. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't know. That's, do you know, it's so funny. I never knew, and I know the Carl Kanai story. Yeah, Carl Kanai bought was the train. You know what I mean? I was around. Yeah. I did not know he, I never knew he bought the train. Yeah, that's who bought the train. That's yeah, we funny. didn't pay for the train. Carl Kanai bought it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to tell you what happened. We was out in L.A. He took us to Guitar Center, and he said, what y'all need? Do you know how we could have answered that question? We could have walked out of guitar and he asked us what we need. His goal, his, his plan was to put a music studio in the house that we lived in. Mm-hmm. He was going to either give us his house on, uh, damn, what is the name? Laurel Canyon Boulevard. He was going to give us the house on Laurel Canyon Boulevard or sell it and give it, buy us a house in Encino. I guess that's what it's, I, I ain't never been to Encino. I didn't go outside of L.A. I, when I, I was no, there. I remember all that. And, and, uh, you were telling me play by play when it was happening. Yeah, he was like, he was going to give us the, the producers and the artists. He was going to put us all in one house and build a studio there. So when he took us to Guitar Center and asked us what we wanted, what we needed, we could have asked for the world. Yeah. But we asked for a Triton because that's what we knew how to use. <laughs> For sure. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. we knew we could work this. Yeah. We can't go in here and, at, at this point in time and take a whole bunch of equipment back to this man's house and don't we don't even know how to use it. Don't even know how to use crazy. half of this shit. Yeah, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yes, we're going to learn and we'll, we'll learn within a week and this shit will be rocking within a week. But the impression that we're trying to wait, we're not even going to be here in a week, yo. Yeah. We got to make these beats tonight. Right. You see what I'm saying? We're producing for the moment. So, and we locked in. We got a lot of work done. Uh, so that's who bought the train. Um, and I will tell y'all, that's about, that's about as close as I got to being full-fledged industry. Like, the, the contract, like, he was given a $2 million retainer from Virgin Records to seal the deal. Um, it just so happened that the, the flagship artist got beamed with a gun charge and they rescinded the deal. If that had happened in today's times... We would have worked and put out like we'd have, we'd have recorded five albums on Pulley, and he'd have went away and did his three years, and we'd have released them albums. When he came back, he'd have been God in the streets. Yeah, we'd have played that completely different. You know what I'm saying? But back then, it was a completely different world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hands off. He's you know what I mean? We can't get our money back on this guy. He's fucking up the investment. You know, it's a different world. So it happened when it happened, how it happened. But that was the closest that I you know what I mean? Like we could taste it. Like we was there. You know, yeah. like. You know, this I got so many stories about being in Cali, about being in that situation, man. It's, it was amazing. Not having it not play out, uh, shit. That shit broke me for for a while. You know, yeah. grind it back. You know what I'm saying? Me and AK and mess around and, and met Dallas, mm-hmm. uh, and Dallas put a put another uh, kind of energy in the writer's block. We ended up uh, purchasing a couple music studios. So we we own like we, we we operated in three different music studios uh, in Raleigh. Started working on some placements and really grinding out. You know what I'm saying? And another person that's huge in your story, Jeruz, mm-hmm. um, ended up 
getting signed to G Unit, and through him, we were able to make a land land a, a joint with Lloyd Banks. Yeah. If you go look up the Rotten Apple album, uh, even on YouTube right now, it actually I don't even know if it's on. I, actually, I know it's it not is. on the American copy. It's on the European version, the international version, but uh, Lost and Found. I know it's on YouTube. Yeah, though. it's on YouTube. Um, yeah, we was able to crank that out. Linked up with Small World, who was signed to DTP at the time. And we did five joints on his album before Ludacris and Shaka Zulu acted the ass. Um, I'll have him on to have him tell his story. But uh, from there, man, we just kept grinding, kept doing what we had to do. Uh, and at some point, this whole time, dog, I was working in warehouses and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Doing music and working in warehouses. And I just felt like it was... I couldn't do that no more, so I took a hard left, nigga. In my mid, like mid thirties, I went to college for web design and interactive media, yo. So I found out that those skills kind of translated. Being able to make beats and then be able to be a creative, creative in the design world, essentially the same things. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. But it's still a huge lover of hip hop. So there's no reason for us not to talk and give our opinions and. I appreciate that. We still I appreciate make fire. Yeah, we yeah. still, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna put out a beat tape in 2019. Yeah, I can't wait for it. That's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And me and you gonna do another podcast, and I'm gonna score it. Ah, dude. You, you know the yeah. one we talked about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do a score. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create a team to do a score for the next podcast. We'll let y'all know what the next podcast uh, topic. I but the, the full the full show is gonna be, but that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I mean, I ain't got nothing to do, you know, but I got to bring up the Marco. Please do, yeah. Blood Raw Click, Fat Flav, one of the best producers, like. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you the truth. During that era, during that era, during that era, when when I felt when I felt like I was when I felt like I was king, there's two people that I know. I, I felt like was nice nicer than me. That I like to hear their beats more than I like to hear my own. Mm-hmm. And that was DeMarco and Jeruz. Yeah. Those are the only DeMarco, two people who, who was nicer than me. That's funny. DeMarco made DeMarco blood raw click, man. I don't I don't I don't, I have never met another producer that I felt like was nicer than me. Like, like, like other than them two niggas. I mean, he, them, he didn't they didn't intimidate yeah, me. But, but them too. two niggas was nicer. They I didn't want no need for intimidation. Them niggas was nicer than I was. <laughs> Fuck I'm intimidated about. I'm not doing what they doing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now there's some Paul, shit I, mean, I could me do. Me and Paul used to go to Goldsboro. I used to go to Goldsboro and just out just in all. It's funny. I don't even. I've never even. I don't think I heard y'all talk about him. Yo, Marco, Blood Raw Click. DeMarco. What was the other name of the, the uh, Kamora Soldiers? <sighs> Come on, son. You would have loved them niggas. Dog. <laughs> yeah, them, niggas them niggas was like was like Ghost and Ray mixed yeah, mixed with AZ and Nas though. They were like Ghost and Ray but AZ and Nas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clips. Clips too. At, with a little clips in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's about back when we just seventeen? Yeah. With, with Marco's beats. With Marco's beats, nigga. That's yo, you understand I, when we go to when you go to his crib, he's playing hot boys. And that was later though. Yeah, even after his that, his beat started. I love you, Marco, but his beat started sucking after the hot boys came out, son. When he bought that ASRX, his beats weren't good no more. His beats was, was best on the SP. His beats was nice on the SP, but I think his whole zone changed. You see what I'm I mean, saying? I mean, like it, it changed with his, it changed yeah, with his times, I mean, and I just didn't like his beats after that. Yeah, but he was just, he was just like, 
this is what I listen to. This is what I listen to. This is what I listen to. And yeah. He was like, he didn't listen to New York music, though. Yeah, he like, did. But I'm telling you what, I that flip. Boy. I used to flip that through boy. my records, dog. I remember this one time I flipped through my but records, he yo, stuff drunk and, and he found drunk. and found the sample that he used. Was listening to that shit. And was like, I had to go back. How the how the fuck he get that? Yeah. How he do that beat off this? Re- I know this record. I got. I'm listening to it. Man, he chopped that shit up and had it. Yo, ha, ha. Remember that joint? Man, he had that shit just singing all over the place. Remember that damn Stevie Wonder, that ribbons? Marco was special. I mean, I wish I could see him now. Marco was special. Marco was special. Drum mechanic, though, man. It was, it was, it was, it won't, it won't. Them is the only two people that I ever ran across around here, you know what I mean, that I felt like could run with me. Right. Everybody else, I was washing. Right, right, right. Even your favorites. Right. Even your favorites, even yeah, your yeah, yeah. he'll watch anybody. Yeah, I was watching your favorites. But I mean, because like I always said, it was like the only cats that I would let do my whole album. You know, I always yeah, said yeah, for sure was either like you, yeah, or Marco. Or Marco. It's gonna be yeah. a whole album. Yeah, it's good. I don't want nobody to do my whole album. Yeah, man, yeah. just go with it. Like I mean, I'm yeah. a three, four cat. Get threes, get threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? It just don't. Yeah, sometimes, you, sometimes it don't work out well. Yeah, yeah. certain producers can't do a whole album. But um, yeah. well, Marco, he could do it. Like, I mean, yeah, I think Marco could do a whole album. But he was. He I know was, this. You know I, I mean? could pick. Yeah, when you lead it, cause he gonna be, he gonna be. Hey, when you lead it, your eyes gonna be closed. I could pick a. I could pick a. <laughs> yeah, uh, he gonna roll about twenty of them. I know I could. Yeah, he was. He was a smoke dog. <laughs> yeah, you lead that boy. You, <laughs> we used to go down to their studios though. Down there in Goldsboro, smoke dog. smoke dog. We used to go down to their studios, man. And what was the other man? The uh, the main rapper, um, Twan B. Jesus, Twan B. And uh, AB was the one with the money. Yeah, I didn't really meet him much. Yeah, no. Um, uh, but Twan B. Twan B. Bukor was the one that got paralyzed, exactly. waist down. Yeah, Bukor. Bukor was Bukor was Bukor was more like group home. Exactly. Exactly. Bukor remind you of group. Twan B could rap. Twan B? He would light you. He would light you on fire, man. He'd just be in the studio. Twan B was like Day Ramadan. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah. was like Day Ramadan. Gotcha. Exactly. When, you, when they pull out Day Twan B, we pull out Ramadan. Yeah. That's that's the, that's the only one. Yeah. Twan, you know what I mean? But Twan B had age. Yeah, Twan B was I mean, you know, I mean, Ron probably could. Mm-hmm. Mm, outpin right him. Though. He could outpin him, but Twan B had a different he thing. Had, he had yeah, he had a different thing. Yeah, he, he he really seemed like he was hurting things out there. Yeah, and then, you know, Buko, he just was lit. Yeah, Buko was a rock star. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was a rock star. I mean, it was so much talent, man. It was yeah. so much talent. It's funny. Yeah, we ain't talking about Carl. I was just about to say that's so dang when he brought up the uh, SP. That's how he learned on the, he learned on Ricardo's SP. That's what I was about to bring up. Is I was Ricardo's SP. SP. That's the only person only I knew person that had an SP was okay. Ricardo. So let's I used right to go now. Over there when he was in Brianwood. So let's. Oh, so you went over there when he was at Brianwood. That's where I learned to use a K two. Yeah, you, you, yeah. When so. he was living at when okay, so let's talk about Ricardo. Yeah. We gonna talk about. If we're going to give all, like, a little bit of history, he, like, Alan told y'all who he is. I told y'all a little bit about who I am. Uh, we talked about Goldsboro niggas. We talked about, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Ricardo Roberts. Wild Cardo. Special. It's, it's a special man. You know what I mean? This guy taught me taught me how to make beats. 
You see what I'm saying? He's the person that taught me how to make beats. He let me into his crib, and he had a shotgun apartment literally right up the street from here. A shotgun apartment. You come in the front, you got to walk through the kitchen, walk through his dad's bedroom to get to his bedroom, and they still welcome niggas into that crib. He was like, you know what I mean? So we go back in his room, man. I'm talking about we just work on beats for hours. Loud, you know, loud, loud. He just teach me this is how you use that. This is how you use this. This is I never did get good on the SP. Yeah. But I would come in and and DeMarco would be sitting over there working on the SP. I want a whole nother piece of equipment. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Doing a little something over here. It might be a local rapper. Ski 200 might fall through. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, Ricardo yeah, two, had. Two and all them. Ricardo was the first hub. He had yeah. everybody yeah. working, yo. He had everybody working. And I remember when he got the. Uh, when, the when, when, when the man let him hold the K2. You see what I'm saying? When the man let him hold the K2, he was living out in Brianwoods, uh, out in Ghana. He used to slide out there to his crib, and he would let me in, take me in the room where the K2 was, show me like two things, and walk out and leave me in this room for like two or three hours just to work on his equipment. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I got pretty decent on the K2. Then the man who let him hold the K2 needed the K2. Came and scooped that bad boy up and needed to go. Never to be seen again. Until. That's when you knew you had to have it. That's when I knew I had to go by my own. Mm-hmm. Hence came that. You see, you know what's crazy is that 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 purchase came maybe a year or two later. Mm-hmm. I bought a K2 maybe two, two years after that happened. It seems like it happened instantly now in my memory, but there's no way in hell. Mm-hmm. Cardo, Cardo, good dude. Cardo is the best dude. Carter done put me in situations where I got money. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, you know, Ricardo's my, that's my guy. I'm always going to love Ricardo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm older than Ricardo, and I know it was, I was like an older brother to him. You see what I'm saying? But he was like an older brother to me yeah. in a lot of ways, you know? Uh, so, respect to Ricardo. Always going to love you, boy. It's my nigga. Yeah, no doubt, um, man. I'm need to yeah. get up too, man. Oh yeah, he's a busy man though. He started started BN. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Global marketing yeah. company. Yeah. Get him, nigga. That's what Go, I'm talking about. Get that. Get that. Yes, Real. sir. Love you, brother. Yeah, man. But um Yeah, it's, it's funny, man. It's a lot. You know who I found the other day? Val. Word. I told you I was gonna find that nigga. Now I'm going now I'm gonna go find him. Val, I started at twenty one, this story. Mm-hmm. Right, just us talking. If y'all able to follow this, God bless you. Yeah, I yeah. I remember Val. I remember he cut straight in your face. You talking about the uh, DJ, like DJ? Oh yeah, he was nice. He was nice. I went and got him, mm-hmm. and I told he cut that in a saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I said, man, straight in your face. You remember that song? Mm-hmm. Me and Paul. I don't. Yeah. What? What? Nah. I don't. You might if you heard it. Yeah, I'll I have to hear you. it. Yeah, I'll play yeah, it for you. I got it in my phone. Yeah, what? Yeah, but I, I went. <laughs> he said, what? Yeah, but I went. I, went, I need that young girl yeah, suit tonight. Yeah, yeah, I me that. I said it to you. I went and got Val. I said, man, cut this right here. And he cut that thing live. Yeah, hope yes. he that live, too. For sure. And um, in a saw basement, he went over there and cut that thing real good. Sure did. Val is like my childhood best friend. Mm-hmm. So the earliest things that I did in hip-hop, Val was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... His real name is Keith, but when we got and I, we started rapping, nigga, we took on player names. My name was Pimp Daddy Le Premier. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> yeah. His name was Valentino. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know. So you done found 
Yeah, I found him online, so I know where to go get him. I'm just going to get him, him too. Up, yeah, for sure. But um, you know I will. But uh, you mentioned a dude. Did someone mention a dude named Asar? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. did. He he lived. Did he live like um? Off a of cross link yeah, over exactly. there. Yeah. One day I was with Maker and he was like, I forgot, but he was like, I'm going to my man's saw house. I don't know if he was going to get beats or what. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. and so I rolled yeah. with him over there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, so, I mean, I, I still do, do, do. I mean, that's my man. Like, okay, me, yeah, they, me and him was like that. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, I right. Him, okay. I taught him earlier today. All right. That's wild. I mean, yeah. you know, but um, yeah, he still bang out. Too. Yeah, he's still okay. banging out. Yeah. But yeah, man, I forgot what I was saying. Y'all just killed me. Talking about Val. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the first time, the first time, like, hip-hop blew my mind. Matter of fact, all the hip-hop that blew my mind as a kid came from Val. Because he was the one that had family up north. You see what I'm saying? So, he would go up north and come back with the satchel of tapes that niggas done recorded off the radio. You know what I mean? So, mm. all that, like, I heard the bridge the first time. That's the first, like, ah. That's one of the, that's the first time I heard a hip song, it registered and really, I was like, yo, what in the hell is going on? Like, this is different than everything I ever heard. Like, it really blew my mind. You know what I mean? He, it was on the tape Val came back with, you so know? So Val, you kind of how Paul was to me. Right. Because Paul put me up on Kane. Okay, so yeah, that's. Everything, like, yeah. Paul had everything. Like, right. I could go with his crib, because I couldn't really get it in my house. Right. I got it with Paul. Okay, so he put me up on everything. It he, was he, until we ran into you. Right. It was he that knows. way. It was that way. Uh, it was similar to that, except back then there was nowhere to buy most of the stuff that Val was bringing back. Like most of this shit wasn't even on wax. Not like yeah, not yeah. where you can get your hands on exactly, it. You exactly. see what I'm saying? You wasn't going to no record store and getting half of this stuff. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like he's bringing me back Mr. Magic tapes and and Red Alert. Gotcha. You mean that's what we was listening to? You see what I'm saying? So the the hip hop that we was getting like that, that we was buying, we was he was a year older than me, so we was doing that kind of the same. You know what I mean? But uh, that was my first dance partner because when hip hop ended up, oh, y'all was nasty. That appreciate that, bro. Yeah, I like to think what qualifies. They, they, they were flipping those you know, we scrap Yeah, it was shit. nice. <laughs> that's what we do. It was like that. I think that's what qualifies us for being able to do the show though. Like, there's not an element of hip hop that I didn't touch, that that I didn't touch, or somebody in my crew that wasn't yeah, doing. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's what we was doing. We was in it. Yeah, we did everything. Yeah, everybody didn't have to be a DJ, but one of us had to be. Yeah, somebody had to. Be. Somebody got to be able to do some fucking graffiti around here, a draw something. Somebody got to break down. Some, I, I got you. I, I'm your guy. I can pop lock and you know what I'm saying? I spin on my head. I do all that. Let me get right. You see what I'm saying? When it's time to rap, somebody got to be nicer than everybody else on the planet. I'll take that position. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When it comes to making beats, somebody got to be nicer than everybody else on the planet. I'll take that position. When it comes to being a designer, somebody got to be nicer than everybody else somebody on the planet. I'll take that position. Yeah. And that's how, you see what I'm saying? That's just how we came up. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really how it was with everything. With everything. You know what I mean? So... So you asking niggas like hip hop, I don't know how much more core. And the funny thing is, we talking hip hop, and we kind of started in our twenties. Like we didn't even start with like I gave y'all what five minutes of childhood because I talked about Val. But other than that, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, when I, when I met you, we was heavy in though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, cause when I met you, I probably was about what like 
Yeah. You might have been 12. Yeah. If you were a year younger than Paul. I know, I know everything. I know everything you did. I did it right behind you. For <laughs> 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 real talk. Looking back on it now, you feel me? Oh, man. And you know what? I had absolutely no idea I had any influence. Man, <laughs> like, did, man. We was going, we was going buying $100 polos. and We started deal shopping later. Paul, he kept buying. He's still buying them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That was, uh, we was living, me, me, you, Paul, and Kale. Yeah, we was doing it up. Yeah, yo, hit Greensboro Mall. Yeah, we was off the chain. And the funny thing is. I sitting every album. I, I, but I ain't gonna lie, Souls of Mischief album had us for a minute, though. Yeah, man. Okay. Souls of Mischief album. I don't know we all over. No, but listen, this is this, this, some us. understanding. Souls of Mischief album was out the same time Wu Tang album was out. Yeah, that's 9-3. And right. Souls of Mischief album had us on one. <laughs> not Wu Tang. Black Moon album had us on one. Yeah. Not Wu Tang. Mm. Not Snoop Doggy Dog. It was Black Moon. It was Black Moon. Mm. Souls, Souls of, of Mischief. Mischief. Talk to me. Into the stage. That was it. Pete Rock Seal Spoo. Black Black Moon, Moon yeah. Souls of Mischief. Outside of that, like that was that was the dope. That was it. Yeah, I mean, we were saying we we got on that later. Later, you know, later. that's how I was like later. Dr. Dre. His stuff, I respect that later. Way later. I ain't gonna lie, when it was out, I was just like trash, trash. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. I took Soup Dog album and punted that motherfucker out my front door. I ain't gonna lie, man. It was I later. punted it. I, I punted like, it. I put. You know, I lived in a trailer. We from the country, right? So I lived in a trailer. You know, how on the screen door. You can move the thing and make the screen door stay open. Yeah, yeah. I did that and kept it open. Grabbed my brother's CD. Don't you bring this shit in this house no more. And punted the Snoop Dogg CD off the front porch. Expected all that stuff later, yo. Damn. But now I know it's a classic. I know it's epic. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. then, but then I wouldn't. Mm mm. Mm mm. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, man. I was I was East Coast head, and you know, Souls and Mischief was West Coast. But they was they, but they was doing they was doing hip hop. Yeah. I didn't care where you were from as right. long as you was doing hip hop. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, back then, like when everybody was on Dre and stuff, it was just like, you know, we we, we was low key. Ain't like we was running around like. Yeah, we wasn't hating on that you know shit. Yeah. We, was, we wasn't listening to it. Yeah, that nah. Was, yeah, I'm gonna tell you the truth though. To really state claim about what you didn't like back then, you didn't really do all that. Nah, you nah. Just, you just, just listen to what, like what you like. Yeah, you, you just like what you like. like. You didn't. That's what you talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like now, social media, you be smashing other people. Yeah. Right, like you have a podcast, you, you have to talk shit about other people. Because <laughs> <laughs> even there, I'd be like, hey, if you don't like it, just don't say nothing. Just don't say nothing, right? Yeah, it's like it's your job to smash. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Kinda, but um. Man, I hope we did at least something today for y'all to get to know us a little bit. Yeah, that's real talk, yeah. You know? Anything else you think you want to share, bro? Did I share anything about myself? Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> now, I, oh, man. I wish we had some of them songs. Let's get to that. Who got all the songs? Wrong. Damn, man. Listen, can somebody get the did songs? Did he just get up and go away? Or you going to get he damn shit? You got the songs? No, Rom got them. No. Oh, he, he, he scared me. Because I thought he was about to bring. Oh, no, nah, I wish I could. Nah. Yeah, all that long. They gone. Man, that's like. He a, sent me some. 
But it hit me in the heart. A few New York niggas that did it in the park. Yo. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, man. Hey, I got some of them, bro, but he wouldn't send me yeah, all of them. I need you. Like, you had sent them to me. I need you to send them again. Okay. Yeah. All the ones you got. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm like, I'm, I am. Don't you know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm finna send them all. Damn. Because they is in the other phone. Mm. I download them, save them in the other phone. The yeah, what's your, put your email in there. That'll just share the link with you. Gotcha. Hey, if y'all want to cash at me, I'll, say, I'll share the link with y'all too. <laughs> My cash app is dollar sign Jana Avery, J A N A A V E R Y. Y'all cash at me $10 and say it's for the, uh, just say for the tape, and I'll send it to you. Think I'm playing. Hmm? There we go. You should have that whole folder. But y'all, I mean, you think we, you think we told them enough about ourselves, man? And you think we got, uh, was this, this was a sloppy ass episode. What you think? Yeah, it was all over the place. You might uh, do some editing. I'm not editing nothing for these <laughs> niggas. Uh, I love y'all, but I'm not. I promise I'm not. I promise I won't edit none of this. Um, but, uh. If you think we did enough, man, we... And matter of fact, let me say this. If there's things that we talked about that y'all want clarification on and you want a little bit more information about, like, say it in the comments or shoot us an email or, you know, holler at us in the DMs on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And ask your questions. You know, tell us to, to, to expand on some of this information if it's things we missed and that you want to know more about. Uh, I don't mind sharing. I ain't got nothing to hide. How about you? Yeah, I got some stuff to hide. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. joking. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got things to hide. I ain't know if I got sense enough to hide them though. That's the problem. Yeah, no. Nah, but uh, yeah, send your questions. You got yeah. questions? We got answers. Facts. And if and what I don't feel like answering, I'll lie to you about. So that's all good, you know. <laughs> um. Ooh, he missed. Yeah. But uh, yo, this has been what the fifty second episode. Fifty third. Ah, this is episode 53. Yeah. Conversate for a few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.